If you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview. Mark and Doug Hincy on the twos and threes. The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite like NBA subcategory of and like or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm, I'm like whether they jump off of one foot because, or two foot. Right. Like, Emily and McCoy on the Jazza Gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was between us being on one side versus the other, you know, like, well, we all know a few inches can make a difference. Who Logan and Jared on hitting the high notes. I I don't even care if they're hurt. I mean, we're not going to dance on any injuries, but yes. I I, I can't make any promises, but I don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat. I don't even care. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Um, That's what they say. And Brian and McCade on home court press. With Boyan, Memphis is really struggling to shoot. So giving Boyan to the Grizzlies and then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team, if you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John Collins. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting on the high notes. Jazz talk. Um, it is high. I am here. I'm. Uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse and the IG at Who Trust Superman. H U U T R A N Superman. That's Who Trust Superman. And I am here. I'm. Uh, he goes the distance. Forty nine. What's up, going this forty nine? Oh well, I'm, uh, dude. Jazz scored the most in a regular season win in franchise history, and fitting it's uh, against my my old. Uh, number two team because they really are number two, the Kings. The Sacramento Kings. Um, uh, um, I also am, uh, so we're gonna get to that game in just a second. But I want to bring on he's um, uh, you know, in high school they called him the pesky Dragon Squatch. Um, uh, what's up, I'm at Dragon Squatch Logan? What's up, man? Just juicy. Just juicy. Uh, we also have to talk about the pesky Timberwolves here in a little bit. Um, uh. I'm a little sad um, uh, that we're recording after uh, a jazz win. It's not as fun for me. Um, TBH. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the raw emotions after, like, recording after the, the Wolves loss, I think um, uh, we would have had a lot more. Oh, dude, uh, that would have been a juicy meow, episode. Meow bombs. And, uh, you know, but um, uh, so let's, let's talk about that real quick about feelings after a loss. Because um, I think Dennis Winsey was out there. He was just kind of, like, a lot of people were venting after the jazz lost to the wolves twice mm. and I, I me personally i'm the guy that you know if i'm in a room with 100 jazz fans and we're all watching the game together and the jazz lose that game to the wolves or whatever i am the last person that jazz fans want to be with yeah because you'll just shrug it off and they're gonna freak out yeah like everybody's freaking out everybody you know it's a misery love company thing and i probably i don't know if i'll you know logan and i were joking about this on twitter uh after this loss we're gonna do another easy schedule tweet. Um, but I was like, you know, I, I kind of twisted the knife on a, on Saturday because I wasn't worried too much. Doing it twice in a row after two those two big losses, I'm like, you know, I'm going to give the Jazz fans a break here. Let them let them have their space to vent because, you know, here we are, uh, even a day later, e- even before the Kings game, I think a lot of Jazz fans have let those feelings go after the after uh, the Wolves lost. Uh, Logan, I'm uh, like... I mean, we kind of showed our colors um, after we when we recorded like ten minutes after this uh, Jazz lost to the Suns. Um, what were you feeling after the, the uh, yeah after, after the Jazz lost to the, 
the Wolves' losses were rough, and I don't really know how else you chalk it up that way. I saw, you know, there's I, I someone I can't remember for life me who tweeted it out now that said, well, you know, no one wants to hear this now, but you know, the the Wolves are seven and six in their last thirteen, and the Wizards yeah, are, but... 11, are are eleven and two, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't <laughs> like you don't you don't. You don't want to – those games are just inexcusable. I'm sorry. Like, I don't – I'm with the, you the, on the, this. The, 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 one, the one game, okay, they catch you by surprise. But the fact they didn't come out and just blow the doors off in the next game was super disappointing. And really, I didn't get to watch the second game. I was just blessed to watch the first game. What a way, <laughs> great way to spend your Saturday yeah. night, right? Yeah, me, and me then, too. And then Monday, I didn't see it, but I saw the box score as I was trying to get out to a work project. And it looked exactly the same. It was big first quarter. And then just laid an egg. So I, I think people are justified in feeling. The, the thing is, it's hard to like, because because I think what we've said and we've kind of nailed this down. This is our, our wheelhouse in the in the in the co-op is we're the we're the we we, we really react and interpret what the Twitter Twitter verses and it's this, it's this weird divide. And you touched on it with the Dennis Winsey tweet. Then that was, you know, there's this group that just goes around and tells us all it's going to be fine. Like there's, there is a middle ground that exists. Like I'm not saying the jazz are a worse off team than they were before. I'm not questioning their contender status, but we're allowed to be pissed off when you lose to bad teams. Like those, and and I just think it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic when we float that out there that it's like, you need to feel good about it. And it's a matchup problem. There's the excuses come flowing in. And at the end of the day, you're in a tight race and it's a very, very tight race now. And one of those two games, one of those three games is probably going to, you know, make a difference in the end. And I yeah. think that people are allowed to be raging about it. And it goes back to what we, we joked about is, is, is the schedule stick. Like it does, you still have to play the games, man. And they, right. they're important to play. Um, uh, but good news. Um, uh, jazz fans, uh, the schedule got easier tonight. So that, that helps. Um, so Jared, let's get your opinions real quick to you. Like I'm, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm the never too high, never too low guy. Uh, but even I, like I was at the game Saturday um, I watched it live. I was, I was like, huh, it's an interesting. Just you could feel the energy. This is one of those. Um, because uh, like you tweeted out like, oh, you're missing a really good first half. Um, and I was like, well, I'm here. I mean, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I was there. And like, I like, I figured I, that it out. Really, it was cool like, to see the 40 points, but I also like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm again, I'm at the point where these. I was last... kind of pissed that second quarter ha- happened. Things went the way they went because yeah, I was just I, like. That was not acceptable. You, I'm you so felt... never. I'm sorry. I'm so never too high, never too low. That like, I don't even care anymore, guys. I I don't want these like last ten games to be done with so we get to the playoffs. <laughs> like I really I'm, don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I feel um, burned out on it too. Honestly. But Logan, I'm, uh, mentioned it. Like I'm, uh, the, I mean, it, the what I thought was super weird, Jared, was that both these games were like mirror matches of each other. Um, I was like, yeah, the Jazz came out. Uh, so in game one of the Wolves, the Jazz. Quinn Snyder called a timeout a minute into the game. Yeah, he, he, saw, the, he saw it coming too. He saw, he it saw the Jazz on the, like miss the uh, offensive rebound, and let the Wolves score. He's like, nope, get over here. And the Jazz obviously looked focused for that first quarter. And then uh, the next day or next game was Monday night, and I was at work with one of my associates. We were in the newsroom, and one of the anchors was like, oh hey, about that Jazz, huh? And I was, I was like, well, I feel pretty good about tonight's game. Like they lost a lot of, you know, they talked about it. they lost a lot of focus on. Um, Monday or Saturday, and they came out looking. Like they're getting offense rebounds. I was like, all right, cool. They're they're locked in. Like I didn't feel like they were gonna lose that game at all. And right. then again, quarters two, three, and four and a half. I was like, oh, okay. Well, they just look awful. Like, well, it is what it is. See, um, it's so weird that like they kind of flipped the script, basically. You know what I mean? Most of the season, they're coming out flat in the first quarter. 
two, three, and four if they pick it up, but they're doing the opposite. In well, what those do you two games. To, do you think the lack of focus right now, late season, is because, uh, again, are are they ready for playoffs, or is there something? Chris Sutter didn't, didn't even say it was lack of focus in the second game. And to his point, like the Jazz had just had a lot of open shots. Like they were taking what the Wolves gave them, and they were just missing it. So, yeah, maybe they were tired. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like they, they... I feel like I, I'm starting to wonder if, they're, if their legs are giving, giving them problems because they're older. You know, we're kind of a <sighs> old veteran team. I don't know. But because that many missed shots, I feel like right. That's not so, that's not just us. That's the opponent doing something as well. I feel like there's got to be something else than just. I, I, I don't know because Logan. Unless Lomo, we what? really are Rockets 2.0, and 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 then you know we're screwed, guys. <laughs> Logan, I'm a, uh, you know same old Jazz, but you know what cures all ails, right? Um, you get to play. The Sacramento Kings, the, the tanking Sacramento Kings, and when I say tanking, they 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 pulled like three or four best players out out tonight. So well, um, you gotta understand that at least one of them is hurt. De'Aaron Fox is hurt. Okay, is is he is he so hurt that if this was a tight playoff race he'd be playing or uh, he yeah he was out last game too like he's hurt again hurt. again if they were in a tight playoff race would he be playing? I. You can play hurt. You can play injured. Um, uh, you know, again, I, he tweaked his ankle. I don't think that they're. Yeah. No, I, 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 this is a serious question. Like, um, the, uh, the Kings are desperate. Like, no, the Kings are desperate to at least make the plan. They, they no. are not. They're not close to playing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not. Not now. Not they're now. The lottery to the play on. It's not like, now. They're not. But a few before he get. Yeah. It's. Uh, it, I'm Believe saying, me, the, the, Kings, the Kings people that I follow, the podcasters, the the writers, the tank mode's on there in Sacramento. So, um, I I have a hard time with that because they do have the problem with the Kings is their ownership is it, it's like Maloof's 2.0. As somebody who lived in Sacramento a number of years and who experienced those C web uh, C web peak years. You know, right after the jet, you know, right after the Jazz were you know, on the on the descent, I experienced the ascent of the Kings and the them getting jobbed in the Western Conference Finals, you know, in that city with those fans, and that is that that is a city that had those fans are pretty much diehard. You know, they they have they have people that support them regardless, even though they're a garbage organization and have been for a long time. Um, so I don't know. I feel I have a lot of mixed feelings because the Kings are very bipolar when it comes to organizational, you know, stuff in the or within the organization. And the right, person Logan. I trust the so, most on the Kings is probably Tom Ziller. So, Logan, um, uh, let's Maybe take what Jared just said there. The right? Kangs. The Kangs. Yeah, the Kangs. Take, take yeah. what Jared said there, right? But so this is again, that you is... guys talked about the Kings a lot. Um, I just want to say that I knew about that Shaq ownership when it happened, and I thought that was stupid because it's like, okay, so you're going to let Shaq actually own a piece of your franchise because he owned your franchise in the early 2000s already. Wow. Have some pride as an organization. So this prideful Kings organization that we just talked about. Uh, Logan, if your team is four to five games away from the play-in, um, with 11 to go, 
say this with the Jazz, and they were four or five games away from the play-in, or um, uh, you know, they they could lose a bunch of games and try to get a better draft pick. Try to remember like the tanking Jazz team. Where were what what side of the fence were you on? I I think they're in I think they're in a, think they're in a just a terrible spot because they're not. It's not even bad. It's too late to tank. So I guess you can tank to some degree, but you're not going to tank. I mean, it's just it's if you're going to tank, you should have done it a right. couple weeks ago. And um, they're doing it so, late. So so, so so at this point, I don't know. You just it's a, <laughs> you, you you don't full fledged tank. You I guess you just see what you've got. I mean, if if any of your core pieces, if if you can even call anything in Sacramento a core piece, you know, if they've got a little nick or a bump, you sit them out. But then you just see what else you've got working. Because I remember one time I had there was a there was a parent that i knew once it just said he was a he was a celtics fan and it's always stuck with me and this was like the celtics like right at the beginning of the antoine walker years he's like, <laughs> we're in the, he's like we're in the worst spot he's like we are like we're like the team on trying to get the eight seed he's like there's nothing worse than that because you're missing the playoffs and you're at the back of the you're at the back of the lottery you know it's just that's a, the, it's a ter- terrible yeah. spot to be that's the 2010 jazz mill stop jefferson yeah, right yeah but i mean yeah. that's like one year yeah. we can pull from i mean they have never really right. done it i mean some franchises that, live no that that yeah that's the worst yeah. jazz team i ever watched i hated that year um so yeah so i'm uh anyway uh, speaking of tanking the magic screwed their tank chances up today by winning the wolves won two games yeah so, they, they took two games off the team that had the best yeah had best the best chances record, best record and probably will have the best record until friday Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Let's talk about this uh, Kings game. I mean, really, I mean, we're going to be talking about a Kings game here, and... I don't really. What What do you guys want to talk about the Kings game? Just say whatever, because uh, Logan, I, I don't really care about this Kings King game. So go for it. Uh, Lots uh, of points. Yeah, they should have saved some points for for Friday. That's all so I, I got to say. Yes, guys, think, can we transfer some? Can we transfer yeah. some back to Minnesota? I feel like Are those transferable. We need, we need like a singular wireless deal. You know, rollover minutes, something like yeah, that. Absolutely. I mean, it's gonna be night and day because the Kings obviously, you know, played with their C group today. And then the Suns are, you know, I think are out full strength. So yeah, um, when Jay we're not... Crowder, not it. Let's yeah. not Jay Crowder in street clothes again tonight. Oh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, 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 he's hurt. I forgot about fair, that. Jay, Jay um, uh, did give the Jazz problems, but you know, Dario Saric gave the Jazz problems too. So. Yeah, Dario. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's um, uh, you know, we're not gonna look too far into that, you know, Suns Jazz game because really. You know, it's just it's the yeah, story. How much uh, can you take for it from it? Yeah. The story is going to be um, Suns Jazz winner will be the number one seed for whatever. Um, again, apparently, according to the schedule gods, the Jazz still have an easier path. Um, so it's not really out of you know. It's 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 so close though, right? It's so close. Well, then that's why you know you know Logan Logan's been bringing it up for months now. You know, at well, least. A month. You yeah. Know, ever since people were talking about schedules, like. And he's right because we've been dropping games too much. So I mean, 
Not only that, the Suns have won games that people thought were going to be hard for them. So, I mean, again, it's... Well, they won tonight. They beat the Clippers, so that's... Yeah, I mean, I never never trust it anyways, and that was even before... That was even before we were down Don, and now we're down Don, and who knows who knows what Mike. Mike, Mike Connolly situation is. So there's nothing there's nothing that's a gimme. That doesn't that doesn't mean I still don't expect. And I tweeted something out about it too about like we, we can all we all can say we want a real win on Friday, like not a moral victory because the some of the some of the fan police will be out like just patting them on the back. And I I understand we're down two of our top three or four dudes. I get that, but every once in a while you got to rise up and just win a just win a damn game. Yeah, I want, and I, and I want him to win a game, and I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed off and upset no matter what happens. I, I, and that's full well knowing they're down wait, two people. But every once in a while, you, you wait, gotta, you gotta you, step up and do something. Are you saying you'll be pissed if they win? I'm confused. If they, no, if they lose, uh, I'm still okay, be okay. Upset. Like, if they I mean, lose, and the fans are like, well, you know, it was still a good win because yeah, no, that's close. that's gonna be annoying. Um, all right, gonna, so I'm going to be trolling if people are doing that. That's good. More than anything, so part, I just wanted to win. I don't care what. I mean, the, the, right. the, I'm with the, you. The, the tweeters are obnoxious in their own ways and they'll do whatever they want to um, do but really i it just you, you gotta win. i was thinking about that too can you just build in your excuses now that we're down to <laughs> yes. we're down to we're down two people and so it doesn't matter no like we 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 said earlier in the year it didn't matter because it was early and then the other one didn't matter because we didn't know who we were like yeah I don't, but no, now it matters it really does yeah, the last one really mattered honestly Short i don't care term. what people say the last one absolutely mattered Short term, um, I want to win because like when I watch the games, I want the Jazz to win. Uh, long term, I don't know. I I don't know. Like uh, so this is we're, we're gonna long get into term, why I don't know. Does that make us avoid the Lakers, right? That's what we're gonna get to. But um, uh, so um, what what I want to talk about is like confidence levels. Like um, uh, so Jared, if I gave you, you no, know, or actually no, let's say that you your your last two hundred bucks, but you had to make a wager, right? Right now, um, uh, saying right now, like who do you think is gonna be the number one seed in the West? Uh, who would you who would you put that your your last two hundred dollars you you need this or else oh, you're gonna be eating up, uh, uh, eating um, uh, some homeless person uh, on the side of the road eating them the actual eat. homeless person oh my goodness yes. turning well, me into a zombie cannibal cannibal you gotta you gotta eat man you have no money what are you gonna do or strip either or man where where where, where uh, is this uh, you uh, only uh, only fans uh, Jay, go to this yes that's, um, that's exactly okay what so doing. that's the situation to you, have to, you have to bet you know your life savings right now. Uh, on the going to be the first seed. I put it on the Suns. <laughs> okay, so you put because on the we're, we're down now, two now, of the best players right now. So okay, and so but there's some irrationality because like the numbers say that you're wrong, right? Uh, uh, yeah, but how much the do numbers you really say you're wrong? The numbers, no, the the, number, hey, the numbers earlier in the year said that the Jazz should should be still way more ahead than they are at, with this first the Suns. So. So I don't know, man. So that's the thing is that the numbers, like, here's the thing, like, we're putting out these numbers, and Logan, I talked about last week, where do these numbers matter? 90 versus 80 versus 70. Um, people are freaking out over these numbers that are constantly changing by 10 to 15% on a, on a daily basis. Yeah, uh, no, I know. Have you looked at the 538 numbers recently on, on, on what the prediction is for the title contender winner? Or for Jazz the... is like, oh, for first seed, I thought Jazz were 79-ish percent or whatever it was. No, it's dropped a lot. Oh, I, this is what I saw this morning. I mean, uh, I, oh, yeah, oh, I, I, oh, shoot, that was on five thirty-eight this morning. I must, I must be thinking about the other. Sorry, my bad. Um, uh, uh, but I get my, I get my information from Bushman and McCades and uh, whoever yeah. else puts stats out there. I don't, I don't go, look, I don't go look myself because I don't care. But Logan, um, uh, again, we we talked about numbers and what do they mean, and 
like where's your confidence level in this jazz team um uh you know like again i i i know your answer but 90 80 70 percent at what point do you feel confident when you see these numbers and you're like all right cool uh the 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 percentages that they yeah they don't mean anything to me um <laughs> it, i mean they, they, they truly don't and it's just it's uh yeah you're, you're out you're you're down your two best guys and i just that changes everything but these numbers have been pretty and they they, they I've, I've noticed things people push back and said well does this, does this account for people being out and they're claiming it does um which is very interesting to me that that's the case, but uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm still going to put my jazz. I'm, gonna, I'm still going to put my money on the jazz as the one seed, but it's everything's, everything's pivotal on Friday. I believe that whoever's on, whoever's if the jazz slip from one on Friday, they're not getting it back. Yeah. I kind of agree that's, with that's, that. that. That's but that's my belief. Here's my problem. The, the, the stuff online, a lot of it is based on point differential and games like this swing the differential wildly in our favor and now we're predicted to finish 53 and 19. I'm not so sure we're gonna get 53 wins. That seems okay. like. Um, and that's for that's the David Locke um, portion of our podcast. Thanks um, for bringing that up, uh, Jared. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I hear um, uh, some podcasters are calling the Jazz the fourth seed, and I didn't know who it was. I just naturally assumed it was Jared. Fourth um, seed? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I, 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 I thought. I, th- I thought to myself, did we record an episode that we didn't like? That we didn't? That I was? That I blanked out? Did I gave a drunken night where I blacked out and didn't remember it. But it was a kind <laughs> way of them calling out David Locke, because God forbid you call out the Godfather of podcasts and refinancing your mortgage, uh, and and Murdoch Chevrolet, I believe. Is right. <laughs> so yeah, so that was that's that's sort of the big. That's classic. That was sort of the big news story today was. Uh, David Locke on uh, Locked on Jazz. Uh, I apologize. I, I don't listen to his podcast. I, there's a lot of I, I listen to a lot of the Jazz Pod co-op stuff before I listen to Locke and just yeah. personal preference. And uh, he did come out and said, uh, uh, from what I've heard, uh, he they you know he kind of gave a, a Armageddon look at the Jazz dropping to the four seed, um, which is you know still I pretty. <laughs> I mean. My, the optimistic part of me is like, well, you know, that's better than what I thought the Jazz were going to be. I thought the Jazz were going to be a fifth seed again. But, um, you know, expectations I have changed. We win, I think we win at least 50 games, uh, honestly. I think that's a given. And mm-hmm. I don't think that that's going to pretend a fourth seed. Because yeah. um, I don't know. The projected totals for – we're projected for 53. The Suns are projected for 50. Clippers are projected for 49. Sixers are projected at 48. Sorry, they don't really matter to us. So, so Jared, I'm aware. So again, we're talking just about your confidence level. Where do you think the Jazz end up? Me, uh, one, two for sure, hundred percent, obviously. Well, well, yes, but what one, one or two? I'd have to go fifty-five percent confidence on the second seed because I think we're going to lose on on Friday, and that's and that's the that's the tiebreaker. Uh, For 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 a group of guys that say we hate the numbers, we sure have talked about them a lot. Yeah, that's um, I, I do like confidence level. Like, I, I just want to know like where you guys are. Like, this is this is basically the temperature check. You know, where are we thinking the Jazz are going to end up here? Because uh, they uh, again, the two bad losses to Minnesota has kind of skewed. I think I'm a Jazz fandom, and like a lot of, you know, a lot of irrationalities um, uh, getting there, and a lot of rational rational thought. You know, we're just thinking about things in a different way. Um, we should Logan, almost have brought. Like, we should have brought Mark on tonight to 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 temper my. I'm the most pessimistic of the three of us. It sounds like. actually I haven't. Who do you have a, an opinion on where the Jazz finish? One or two? 
uh, do I have an opinion? I think they, you know, if you're asking me to put my money on it, I'll put it, put it on first. Do I oh, really? care? Oh, yeah, okay. do I care? Not really. Like, I, I think that here's the thing. I think the Jazz are fine. I, you know, oh, they lost the two, the two Wolves teams. Okay, well, that sucks. Like, oh, I know, but I just think that we're gonna give up the, uh, we're giving up our lead on, on Friday, and because that we're gonna essentially tie, our records are gonna be tied if we lose, and that, oh, yeah. that's us giving up the lead. So Logan said, if we give up the lead, we're not gonna get it back, and so, yeah, I, I, I disagree. I guess I disagree. I disagree with that point. <laughs> so, um, I know that's what I just. That's you're not allowed. Just... You're not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is weird, you guys don't usually disagree. You're attached at the hip. So. No. Well, I guess so. Um, Logan. Um, again, we we talk about like does this stuff matter? Um, how would how would you feel if the Jazz go into the playoffs as a second seed, like you know, tied with the best, tied for the best record in the NBA, but going into the playoffs as a second seed? Disappointed. Okay. I mean, I'd be dis- I'd be disappointed. I mean, it, it just you, you to to play this well all season long and to have it lose in the end. If you're saying we're tied, that means because that 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 meant that games like the Timberwolves and the Wizards mattered, and that's like that's the kind of stuff that just really gets to me. Now, if we finish a couple games back and you know root, you know we we rest a bunch of guys and we see that it's a matchup that favors us and Don's you know sitting and so is Connolly. It's a different animal, but if we're if we're even putting this semblance of guys together and it's not a one, it's going to be disappointing to me. And it doesn't. It's just, it's, it's such a weird, complicated thing to work through because at first I, you know, you you start to fall down that depressed hole of like, well, are are the Jazz as good as we thought they were? And like I said, I scratched some notes in there that was, you know, is Don are are the Jazz the same old Jazz without Donovan? And then you got to like reel yourself back in. Like really, I think this Jazz team has the same. We, we talked about it a few weeks. Ago, I think Jared said it. You know, I don't. My my belief in what this team is 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 still the same and what they're capable of, and these games aren't gonna these these games don't change my view of what their cap what their potential is or what they can do. It's just you know it'd be just a real bummer if you got something, you know, taken at the end like that or or you just did, you didn't have a chance to really finish it off. And I don't think anyone can make the argument that we we should have done something with Minnesota, you know. And this late is just is just it's it's hard to shake that part. So. Um, even if they were the two, it doesn't really change what I think they're capable of. But it'd be, it would be a disappointment, you know. And who knows what the matchups look like? I mean, that's the. I know you're you're gonna get to it later, but that's just a ridiculous rabbit hole to go down to try to figure out. I mean, I just I just very quickly, you know, looked at Phoenix, L.A., and the Jazz's schedules because those then the the Lakers. I mean, I don't care about the Clippers. And the, <laughs> the, the, to close the season out, there's enough good teams and enough okay teams enough bad teams to where i don't it, it's it feels like a toss-up to me you know yeah. so um so let, let's go down the rabbit hole shall we let's um uh, look at yes. so uh, again um so again let, let's build your dream matchup in the first round logan lakers clippers three six i'm sorry for the jazz sorry for the jazz <laughs> That is that is my that is my dream matchup. <laughs> Still for the Jazz. That's uh, well, I mean that that is a that is a possibility, right? Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it that, is. The, oh, sorry, the, the Lakers lost. Like it's one of those funny things because I'm um, Dan Clayton, Clayton was talking about like unbudgeted losses and wins, and he was like, "Well, it looks like the Mavs are gonna be over because they had an unbudgeted loss, but then they went out and then you know yep. you know walloped on the on the Warriors and." Um, no, that gave, was totally on the Warriors, man. Did you guys see any of that game? It was ugly. It gave them a hope to Mavs that the, the Mavs could still jump to five, and then the Lakers, another gift, another unbudgeted loss, um, uh, to the Wizards tonight. Um, and so that that dream is, thanks, it's not life, but it's still there. 
you know, it's it's like I think I think it, okay, it's tenuous, it's but it's possible. Yeah. Somebody tweeted that was like twenty five, thirty percent. So it's you know, it's 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 not likely, but you know, it's 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 last week I thought it was gonna be like a ten percent thing. So it's yeah. like it's, it's three times yeah. more than what I thought it was going to be. If they won every game they should have won, they'd be in really good position. But thankfully, they're they're doing you a favor, all of us a favor, Logan. Um, okay, so so Clippers, uh, so for the Jazz, like, for the Jazz, like does it really matter? Like again, we talked about this last week. Does Warriors, Blazers, like I know there's one scare, but like, do we all believe the Jazz are going to get past the first round? Hell yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. So and, and that's a very weird position to be in right like that that's that's how we know the jazz at least for us fans we think the jazz are elite the jazz have not been to, at this level since 99 maybe 2000 like um uh you know even that 2017 like there was really no guarantee the jazz you know I, there was no guarantee the jazz were gonna get past first round um uh and so yeah that was uh i, I can't remember the last time the jazz have you know 99 and 2000 actually yeah like let, let me say that Th- those um uh it's been 20 one years since the Jazz have them. Uh, Cash money like records. Uh, look like a, they're elite, an elite enough team to whoever in the first round, the Warriors, whoever. I mean, again, let's knock on wood, guys. I don't want to jinx the Jazz or anything here. There you go. Um, so the the Jazz. So in the second round, again, there's a chance that Clippers Lakers are three six. Um, and yeah, if there's, there's a way for the Jazz yeah. to avoid, if there's a Jazz way for the Jazz to avoid the Lakers in the second round, again, we didn't get asked you, Jared. Uh, your fear rankings: Lakers, Suns, Clippers. Uh, what order? This is hard. We're assuming health with the Lakers, right? Yeah. Okay. Assuming full health, Lakers are probably still my number one fear because they're the best defensive team in the NBA, and it's almost impossible for. I don't think we have enough d- defensive guys to throw at LeBron to slow him down enough. Uh, and how about the? How about two and three? Two is got to be the Clippers. Three is the Suns. Interesting. I'm the only one that has Suns too. It's very weird. Uh, um, no, no. I mean, I get it. I get why you would have Suns too. I mean, it, it, again, we're talking a about, lot of disrespect. We're uh, talking about a, a, you know a, a very thin line that we're all, but just you know, I yeah, was. Yeah, it, it is. It's. I confidently me, said two, and everybody else has confidently said Clippers uh, two. So. That's um, cool. so, so yeah. Me, so Clippers is Kawhi, and Kawhi to me is is more dangerous than Chris Paul, and so playoff, what if I, playoff Rondo is real. What if I build a scenario for you guys? Uh, Jazz at two seed. Um, so whoever in the first round, second seed, home court advantage against the Clippers in the in the uh, uh, second round, uh, which means the Lakers are either going to get beat by the Clippers in the first round, or the Lakers are in that five spot and they're going to face the Suns in the in the uh, second round. So if you get to the Western Conference Finals, the Jazz will either be the two seed against the number one Suns and not have home court advantage, or be the two seed against the four or five Lakers and have home court advantage. Um, as far as dream scenarios go, how do you guys feel about that? I I don't feel bad about it, um, but but uh, I mean beating the Clippers is going to be tough. It's tough. Logan, um, uh, again, yeah, so again, first yeah. round. Are you asking which which one is the which one do I prefer? The, the one I mean. This seems like a this seems like a dream scenario, right? Like, I mean, if you, I mean, it could be the first, it could be second seed because we don't know where it's going to go. But if the dream scenario is you don't face the Lakers at all, or if you do, you face them in the Western Conference Finals and you have home court advantage, how do you feel about that? 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's the preferred path. But something about saying seeing the Clippers in the second round just seemed to sting a little bit worse or maybe a little more nerve-wracking than... Yeah, I'd prefer, I'd prefer uh, to face the Suns. I don't, so. I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what that part was. I mean, obviously, our you know our ideal scenario was we play like a Dallas-Denver winner of the 4-5 as a 1. But I think that if... Yeah, I mean, I think if you... I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of... Like I said, my evolution on the 1-2 seed evolves on a daily basis, and now I'm thinking about the fact that if you have to go through Clippers and then Lakers, that's that's going to be rough. I mean, that was... Yeah, so, that, that was sort of the, the rough... It's, um, uh, it's uh, so the Suns... I mean, I guess the Suns... I, I don't know how likely they are to fall to the 3 seed. I guess there's still a chance. I don't know. It doesn't, I, I, doesn't seem... I, mean, I guess the Clippers have the tiebreaker, right? That, yeah. Was that, was that what we learned, even though the... the Phoenix won tonight. The Clippers still have the tiebreaker. That's yeah. what I saw. Yeah, right. technically. And, and Clippers are two games back of Phoenix now. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, two full games. Yeah, I believe so. Something like that. I guess I, I guess I have it power in my my hand here. Yes, the Clippers are two full games behind. So, um, and you know, you know, to be fair, the Nuggets are forty-one to twenty-one. They're only a game behind the Clippers. So yeah, they're they're uh, tied in the know, loss column. There so. are things in flux here. So I mean, we're just we're assuming and. Who knows? Next week, I'm, uh, it could all change, and um, I, I, I guess I'm just trying to paint a likely scenario. There could, uh, be, a co- I, there could be a COVID outbreak, and yeah. Silver decides we're just going to play the Timberwolves for the next two weeks to finish the season out. Oh, so I, I, I guess awful for us, um, I, um, uh, <laughs> I, I was mistaken. You, Logan did paint the the more perfect um, uh, path would be uh, one Jazz, uh, and four or five would be Nuggets uh, or Mavericks. Um, and I guess the Jazz would be, I mean, I assume the Nuggets would come out of that series. And so Jazz Nuggets in the second round. I'd, um, I'd feel decent about that because they don't have a, uh, and again, Austin Rivers is a Jazz killer. So if yeah. that if we lose that series, we're going out sad. <laughs> and so, I guess really when it comes down to it, like it, it sounds like the Jazz are probably going to face the Nuggets, the Lakers or the Clippers in the second round. And those all kind of sound pretty bleh. But yeah. I mean, there, there's a preferred order but like it's it's so razor thin that you know none of it feels really good yeah but if you believe in karma you just keep winning your games and hope it all works out for you bingo Pray, rub, rub buddha's belly whatever it is you got to do to big buddha on fox 13 big hi i'm mccoy hey i'm emily and we're the jazzy gals if you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Pod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! That's um uh, that's really all I had for, uh, planned in my notebook there, Logan. Um, uh, where should we go next here? Uh, I I don't um, uh, I don't know. I I, I found it curious that uh, Oni doesn't seem to be playing. I don't. I can't. I and to say I was paying attention in the uh, I wasn't paying attention to Timberwolves games because they were close, right? And so I was just paying attention to seeing if we were going to win. But did he play much? He, it start. It goes back no, to that Lakers that that Lakers game that, we, that Lakers game that we rested, right? We rested all of our dudes, and he didn't play, and, and everyone was telling me this is the. 
I put out a tweet that said, uh, you know, which which one of Quinn Snyder's side chicks did he get with that got him in the doghouse? And, no, <laughs> that tweet deserved more liking, to be honest, but it just didn't get any love. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go find it right now. And he played I, up uh, in the Wolves game real quickly, but he also got pulled very quickly in the third quarter. Like, he played uh, kind of normal rotation with Donovan out in the first half. But in the third quarter, he got pulled very quickly. It was a little odd, like, wow, Oni's out already. Um, uh, and again, this is like he's the Jazz tenth man, but it looks like that that could evolve. Um, no, but, yeah, but I, I mean, mean I, I, I'm I'm asking the question because right now we're down two people, so it means something. You know, normally I don't care about the ninth or tenth guy, but like I'm just curious as to what happened because he seemed to be, you know, there was there was talk from fans, not just fans. I mean, the the, the I think I don't know if the organization did it or if it was the beat writers for the Jazz, but everyone was pumping his his thing pretty. Pump, pumping his thing pretty good. Uh, they were pumping, they were they were pumping him pumping him up pretty good. And so I thought that he was the the heir apparent to do it right. And so I, it's just weird that all of a sudden now he's not in there. He, he's and again I know this is a bad sample size. And it's not fair to him, but he has. I've never seen. I think I saw him like rattle a three in, but he's got some of the worst missed threes I've ever seen by a professional <laughs> athlete. Um, uh, hey, by, by the way, uh, it's rough. By the way, the bone, the bone, the bonier, uh, the uh, sorry, the bony silkers got, got got what they deserved tonight. Logan, they did. probably they his they... probably his best game in a long time. Well, so, I mean, so, so, to be so, fair, so, no. so what we're saying is all the guys are out and then and and boners yeah. right, rising up again, huh? Yep. <laughs> Sounds like the High Notes podcast was on top of that a long time ago. Yeah, like uh, we had never seen Bonner. Conley, um, uh, Bogey, and uh, Donovan have you know mega great games together. Um. So going back to Oni real quick, um, uh, I think um, uh, the, I think the Claytons have brought this up that um, uh, and, and you see it when he's in there, he gets really no respect to referees. And again, you know, a second round pick, um, uh, tenth guy at the bench, yeah, he's probably gonna get called for a lot of fouls. So that that's a problem. Like he can't really play defense because you know you breathe on a guy, and you know we all know that NBA officiating is geared toward uh, superstars. Yeah. Um. They... So. Yeah, that's that that's that's a small problem. Like you can't put it like he he might be playing great defense. Um, you know, we, we saw it again with Ersan and the Laker game where they came in the last two minutes like, oh, those weren't fouls. But well, I was gonna Ersan. I was gonna say we've also experienced it with Dante Exum where he where he was getting a really poor whistle and the, everything he did was a foul. Um, so I mean, um, we've so experienced some, both sides uh, of that. There's uh uh you know that's a respect thing and I don't know I I I thought. Because like you know, people put up plays. I think Oni is gonna be a great a great ninth man for the Jazz next year, uh, which brings us to our um, uh, hashtag Fat Curry Factory. We haven't had one of these in a while, but we need to bring. So again, uh, Logan, why is it called the Fat Curry Factory? That's uh, was it was it who was it that tweeted out his Wikipedia page? I want to say it was Sarah Todd one day, right? And oh I, yeah! I, yes, I, I ran absolutely. Right away and, and someone dubbed him like the one, like it was just this great because you go in there edit stuff. And they they obviously added a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't true and made him one of the greatest players of all time. But in his in his noted nicknames, one of them was Fat Curry, and uh, which I think is a fantastic nickname. And then you know Josh, uh, I think it's Josh Cox on the Twitter tweeted out Thick Curry with two C's. <laughs> so I can I can get down with either one of those. And I call him we call him Triple C at that point. Triple C. Uh, <laughs> It's not. It's not me poking fun. I mean, this is things that other people have done. I'm just merely reciting for people to, you know, oh, make, those, make those great. make those choices. But I mean, we we were joking about it. But I mean, uh, you know, 
I, I, when it comes to Niang, I don't know that I necessarily was a hater. I didn't necessarily hate him. I was just, I think I was pretty strong in my indifference on him. And so the hate irritated me and the love hate irritated me. But, oh, um, was, but, it, but, tweener. It, but yeah, well, not a tweener. I just didn't think that it, I, I, I just didn't believe he was, I thought he was like, like you said, he's, he's an okay nine guy on, uh, on a pretty solid team. And you didn't believe that he was worth all the chatter. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. And yet he came up on this podcast like every uh, week, like all the time. And I think that I think he's turned himself into like a legitimate threat. I mean, tonight it wasn't just tonight's bias. I mean, right, more right. times than not, barring you know, take he's on the reverse Jordan Clarkson course. I know that feels sacrilegious, but he's not. Yeah. He started off a little rough, and he's been pretty consistent ever since. In, in what his role and what his role is, I'm not saying no, you know, no. Don't get it twisted and say I think he's Jordan Clarkson. I'm saying his role is very defined. No, no, he's no. Been, I, he's been more I consistent know. in what he's supposed to do. And right like tonight. Well, and, tonight, when you're like tonight, you're down a bunch of dudes. You put him in the starting lineup. You want his role to expand, and he rose to the occasion. You know? No, I was like, just thinking like when, when you said reverse Jordan Clarkson, I was like, I was like, man, that that really freaking hurts. <laughs> because <laughs> because because Jordan is on the descent and. And now I gotta deal with Fat Curry on the rise. It's your it's your worst it's your worst case scenario. And I, I, I some, there's, there's got to be something going on with that. It's like a, when you got a a break in your shooting hand. Like I think something had. There's got to be something that's factored yeah, into that. Yeah, you need to so. um, uh, start a um, uh, Clarkson um, uh, shooting tracker. Uh, uh, oh, so turn Twitter his, account. So, so turn next around year he'll, 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 he'll average twenty points oh. per game in fifty forty ninety yes. club. I mean, next sh- year, this year, yeah, he'd have to go crazy game. for the last few games, though. For us, those yeah, you better, you better make it. Uh, you, you know, speak into existence like Yang Tracker did. One uh, second, I gotta, I gotta. Let me just rebrand my actual account. I'm not so, um, with um, uh, with that, um, uh, so let, you know, real quickly, like George Yang, he, we talked about it a lot, especially during the bubble, because the bubble, the Jazz were down Boyan right, and um, and, you know, George was like the guy right after Jordan coming off the bench. And that's where like a lot of the criticisms that from this podcast, from, from me, a lot of the criticisms for me, um, I was like, boy, this guy can't play in the seventh man role. Uh, and then the ninth man role, he was looking great. And then like mid season, like right around when Boyan was, uh, struggling, I wanted to say this a bunch of times and I, I just kind of held off. Cause I was like, you know, I don't, I didn't truly believe it, but I thought, wow, you know, Boyan is not only just scoring for you, but he's also, you know, rebounding and playing defense and he's doing basically everything that boy when boyan was struggling i was like he's doing everything that boyan's not doing he's the opposite of boyan and he's kind of kept on you know like people were talking about his defense today and one of those things that like i wonder if he could be a seventh man now i wonder if like that one year and all this experience and everything i wonder if he could um uh I don't know. Do you guys think he he could be a seventh man? Maybe, but I think he's going to get an overpay, and I'm glad we're not going to be the one paying it. Yeah, like, just, it, dep- it, it, it depends on depends on the team. I mean, I, I think he can be a. I we I think we made some comments that he could be a seventh man on the on. Well, I think it was the Kings we talked about uh, when we had this discussion <laughs> early on. But I I think he could be a seventh man on a, I'm a, actually a good a good solid team. I think he's done enough to improve himself, and with the league being the way it is now, with shooting, he's technically a big who can shoot. Right. I think he could he, he could be a regular you know seven seven guy on on a good team a top four team. Uh, yeah, he could be your first big off the bench with the way he's been. Playing. I thought um uh, uh, you know like you know you asked me this a month ago I thought overpay for uh, for Jordan Clarkson for George Yang was going to be like nine million you know the middle of exception eight and a half million mm. and someone put his, his now it's more like four. fifteen million probably right. 
Uh, somebody put out there that they think he's going to get four for 40. I'm like, you know, that's not bad. Four for 40. I mean, that's, you know, Royce O'Neal-ish money. That's not awful. I just, I don't think the Jazz, like, really, if the Jazz go get Clarkson, this, or Clarkson, Jesus, uh, the, go get Conley this year, uh, next offseason, I don't think they just have enough money to, I mean, unless they're really dedicated to just paying all the luxury tax, which is fine. But I, know, I know it's going to be a, I know. I think gonna he's going to get a, more of a three for 45 offer somewhere. Four for 40 seems cheap. Lowen? No, I was just saying that you're talking about Connolly, and that's, I'm sure it's an off-season pod topic, but that's going to be that's going to be an interesting one. His 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 hampered hamstring coming up again is something that's got to be factored in. The, the dude has been phenomenal this year; he's been great. Right. Um, but he's getting older, and that's that's yeah. going to be well, that's going to be an interesting balance. Jazz and I, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get that. But what I'm saying is, his is a little bit more unknown as to what I think his I think his market is such a, a wild variable, right? Uh, yeah, what you, we'll choose, what, you, what you choose to do with him. Well, he's he's also probably the second best point guard that's going to be on the market. Yeah, um, we'll have to bring on him. Uh, the uh, uh, like La- you know, the Lowry's, the Lowry's you know. probably the top target for most people, and then um, probably Mike Conley. Yeah, two two thirty five year old ish um, uh, point guards. Yeah, but yeah. one of them with more consistent health. Uh, Ooh, it's, that, it's, that, it's that thick bottom half. No hands. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, we need to tell Mike to pack on the pounds on that booty, man. All right. So, uh, congratulations to George Yang. Yeah, you, you know, uh, it's, it's so funny. Do, do you think Tanner Martin still hates George Yang? Yes. Yes, he's been very consistent. So, you know, we'll give him that. He's, he's hey, Tanner. Tanner is my boy. That's why. <laughs> I don't hate him. I, I'm. I wouldn't say I hate him, but he seems that he seems. I was not a podcast. fan. I'm not a fan. Come back on the po- come on the podcast. Fulfill the reason that I'm oh. hate exists for is that he lied to you guys. He really let you down. Everyone thinks he's this great, fantastic <laughs> friend, friends loving, you know, love Ricky Rubio. You know, I'm I, I'm I'm growing and evolving as a person because I'm still praising George Niang when I saw that just travesty of him wearing his Rubio shirt to a game. Like my old man get off the lawn thing, like went into extra overdrive. Like you do not do that. You do not roll into a game with your opponent's name on your chest because your buddies. Like, you know what? Never mind. Niang, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that kind of shit. We don't need that kind of. We don't need that kind of BS on our team. This is why. This is why we have Logan on on the podcast, Jesus. folks. Uh, did you guys see that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, and then, and then, and then Rubio, you know, Ricky Rubio. That's, you know what? That's fine, Ricky Rubio. You can wear the minivan shirt. You're a loser on a loser team. That's what you can do. And this is why this is why people love you because you do those cool things and you got a cool band bun. That's fine, man. Do your thing, Ricky. That's fine. Enjoy Minnesota. Like I don't care. But like Minnesota. you're one of our guys, George. Yeah, Minnesota. I hate Ricky Rubio for the record too, just so everyone well, if there's any wonder in between. But just <laughs> I want I want to be on record as knowing that I hate Ricky Rubio. Uh, as we get closer to the playoffs, we're gonna have to like dip into the Ingles igloo <laughs> because uh, you know Joe Ingles looked tired in those Wolves games, um, and we've seen Ingles um, uh, uh, kind of fade away in the playoffs in the in the last re- you know against the Rockets and against the Warriors and stuff. So we'll we'll have to like look at to see what that's all about. Uh, the the bodega for Bogey. Um, it means you know, it means it, that it means that Niang is gonna make that six six man of the year push now. I mean it was Clarkson, right? And then it, then it got <laughs> we got that Joe love, and so now it's who's next up. Yeah. It can't be Derek yeah. Favors because to be honest, I forget Derek Favors is on our team most of the time. 
Yeah, he he shows today, but but, yeah. but not in a weird way, like in a way that's like you're not noticing how bad he is. You know what I mean? I'm not saying yeah, that to be disrespectful. I'm saying like yeah, yeah. no, I agree yeah. with you because he hasn't been bad. Yeah, he just goes in, does his thing, and he gets out. But like you know, last year obviously we noticed when when uh, and then and there's been games where it drops off. But no, yeah. it's got it's yeah. Niang Niang for six man of the year. <laughs> He's here for the Yang Bang. Always here for the Yang Bang. Uh, never, never mind. Thought about the shirt again. Never mind. <laughs> You're, you're, I was like, he's back on, he's back off. Um, yeah. uh, J-Rod, um, yes. uh, what's going on um, uh, in Go Citizens Land? 49, nice. Are you seriously want me to talk about the NFL team that I'm quitting the NFL over? Oh, I, just said, I just said your Twitter handle, man. Matt Jones, <laughs> is that his name? Oh, you know what? You know what? You're, you just traded for Teddy Bridgewater. Shut up. <laughs> Teddy's going to get those two gloves going. He's going to lead us to a first-round loss. He's going to get us to 9-7. <laughs> Honestly, I can see that, but I I feel like the Chargers. Well, then again, there's seven playoff spots now, so. Oh boy. Oh, I I just realized that. So when this podcast drops, hopefully tomorrow, uh, it'll be the day of the NFL draft, and so I guess follow follow Jared to see uh, a meltdown or. Uh, uh, I'm one eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stay off. Who do you Who do you want, Jared? If you had your scenario, what is the one scenario that doesn't make you upset? Zach Wilson. No, Fields or Lance, either one of those, I'd be fine with. Yeah. But yeah. but probably preferably Fields, but you know whatever. Yeah. Um, Honestly, you should be rooting for the 49ers to take Mac Jones though, so that you guys can kind of try to swoop in and take someone and have Teddy as your backup, and then just cut that the other guy loose, man. Yeah, it's a it's a NFL talk is always. <laughs> oh, no, no, even, I, I, even I, more the depressing. Broncos, the, the Broncos have a like it's it, it's the you have to, it's it's the yeah, but like. The team is really good, with the exception of the quarterback, which is the most. <laughs> no, I agree thing. with that. Like the, I 100 like agree with that. Like for all the things that Fangio is terrible about, that guy can coach defense. Like he can coach defense. Our weapons offensively, pretty pretty solid, and we're gonna get a bunch of dudes back offensively this year. It's just that. You know, yeah, Jerry Judy, man. I I was really high on him, and I was kind of disappointed the Niners didn't take him. But Bowles but isn't holding anymore. You know, we're then, just finally yeah. figuring it out. Yeah, God, I, and honestly, I'm so happy for that guy because he just seems like such a nice dude. Like, I mean, well, he, yeah. Well, he, and, he, and he bucks the trend similar to kind of what, you know, I think that a lot of folks, some of us like to think about Donovan too, and that is, you know, everyone wants to draw projections on what you are and they don't believe you can make a leap and make a change. And sometimes dudes right. just get better, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know what, I don't He put in the work, man. Uh, I heard, I, I listened to the story like the the I can't remember where I found it, but it was on some Utah whatever centric thing, and he just like he went to work that off season after being booed by the fans. I just put in insane amount of effort and hours, and yeah, he got better, man. He that holding problem he had is pretty much gone. I, I'm really happy for him, honestly. And anytime somebody who played in the state of Utah goes on and has success, unless they're Taysom Hill or I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm fine with Zach Wilson. I hope he does well on the Jets, but I, I feel bad for him because he's going into an awful situation with no line, and he's going for a rude awakening. That's uh, Logan, uh, Dragon Squatch. This is the most exciting part for for Jazzama fans who listen to the podcast. It's the shoutouts time. Yeah, the uh, I'm gonna go with as far as shoutouts go. I'm gonna go ahead and shout out um, McCade, Dan Clayton, Bushman, 
uh, you know, Riley, all the guys we talked Man. about their per- numbers and projections drove our entire podcast. So while we, <laughs> while we, while we, while we, fun of you, while we, while we subtweeted you, I think that's what it's called via the pod. We are, we are, we, you, you drove the, all the material for us. So <laughs> that's true. Thank you. We're, thank you, were thank we you really for... talking Mia. shit though? I don't know if we were talking. Mia. No, we said we don't believe it or trust the numbers, but then that was basically the backbone for the whole pod and my, my perception. I scratched it down about half an hour in that's all we talked about so yeah. I, I, I realized i was being a hypocrite when i pulled out the schedules and started looking at them for the, the four remaining teams but uh i've got i've got no shame in that but uh uh you know on a serious note i think we talked a little bit about it last week but uh there's still some time left in april and uh you know like i said uh the, the situation with 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 one of our our close friends utah jams uh, you know, anything anything you buy on JazzPod Co-op is going to go directly to that family. And even if you don't want to go down that route, you just want to don- donate to their GoFundMe. Uh, find his Twitter page. I'm sure he's got it somewhere close. Again, Jared's been good about tweeting that stuff out, too. But, uh, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of people coming together for folks, you know, some folks are, are coming together for folks on the Twitterverse. And we would like to see the same thing played forward to him. He's a guy who just keeps to himself, doesn't, you know, just a great guy who do anything for you. And we know we, we, we know he's done countless things. And for, um, for for many a me- for many a member of the jazz Twitterverse, and we'd like to see it fade forward to him in some way. That's and, and for anybody, and for anybody who doesn't know the situation and, and wants to hear about it for half a second, his brother-in-law, young guy I had met like the previous Saturday, passed away, and leaves a young family with uh, I want to say three kids. There was a bun in the oven. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's like yeah. Two, 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 and then there's a, I don't know if the third is here yet or not. I don't yep, know. So this is uh, going to uh, uh, his family. Uh, also, um, uh, how cool was it that uh, Rudy Gobert um, uh, <laughs> gave $3,000 to um, uh, uh, Jazz Chandravar's uh, Punk 007, right? So uh, Three? Uh, you mean three? 003? Uh, three? My bad. She's James Bond, apparently. I, I don't know, know why I said 007. Um, uh, yeah, Bond. so... Um, uh, speaking of that uh, jazz pod co-op um, proceeds going, so I'm, I'm buying my shirt tomorrow. Well, tonight, the, today, April 29th. Uh, Want to thank people who've given us the five star reviews. Um, I am going to like, you know, there's like these little apps where you put names on a wheel and let it spin and whatever. So we'll probably do that uh, to see who wins that. So that'll be uh, cool. They can choose from. I hope they choose a jazz pod co-op, um, uh, you know, shirt, and then uh, or you know, or tickets to whatever local local tickets. Um and then uh, we'll donate or whatever. See, that's um, part of the reason I want to do a live show. As soon as Twitter gives me spaces, I want to do luck. a live show for the freaking. I, you said good luck. You probably have it already. Um, is, is one of, who is one of those shows like you're saying they, they're going to win co-op gear or shows? Is one of the shows you and your special uh, piece of clothing that you that you received that's not on the website? Did you? I never <laughs> even heard if you received that or not. I haven't heard a thing. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he has received it. Huh? This is the, it's the only thing I wear some nights, or nothing at all. Nothing, nothing at, all. at all. Uh, big shout out to Utah Jazz diehard fan. He uh, reviewed the podcast a year ago. He gave it one star, but then after seeing a Twitter, Vanilla Thunderman. Uh, no, actually Utah Jazz that diehard fan. Oh. Uh, this weekend uh, he decided to give them a second, uh, give us a second chance, and they really improved, and he was very impressed. Good work. So. Oh uh, really? That's from, amazing. He went from one star to five star. Vanilla Thunderman still uh, thinks we're uncomfortable. Three star. <laughs> Um. Uh, so, you know, sorry, Vanilla. Well, Thunder. I'm I'm uncomfortable with Vanilla Thunderman's name, so he can he can kick rocks. <laughs> like, what kind of name is Vanilla Thunderman? We were like we were kind of taken aback by it as well. So, 
Uh, but yeah, so there, we have a few um, uh, podcast ratings. I mean, uh, number one podcast ratings help you know this podcast out. You know, helps us in the app store. Uh, but number two, where we I really want to help out, you know, where I can and give give back for people who listen to us stupidly talk for an hour. So uh, there's that. So yeah, no no more big shout outs. Uh, Dragon Squatch, what are you hoping to see uh, after Friday? What do you what do you hope to see from the Jazz? I hope to see Mark being able to post his screenshot of the Jazz in the one seat. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go like nuclear and post a picture of the Jazz in the two seat. So uh-huh. I don't want it, it, may, it may be enough <laughs> to ruin our friendship. to ruin our friendship. But I, oh, I know. I, I know. I just, I, I, like I said, man, I don't care how you do it. Like, rise up and get a win. Like, just, we need a, we need a victory. I, we need I, it I don't know who I'm cheering for anymore. Oh man, uh, you do, you do love chaos. So. <laughs> you love chaos. And J Rod, um, real quick, um, uh, after after the Clipper game, what do you expect uh, from the Jazz here, or what do you hope to see from the Jazz? What do you mean by Clipper game? Clipper after game the uh, Suns game, excuse me. Oh, oh. Um, well, I th- I think they're gonna finish strong. Honestly, um, I pro I probably only see three law potential losses on the schedule the rest of the year. You know, easy fingers schedule. crossed. Hashtag easy schedule. Fingers crossed. Um, uh yeah let's just uh you know uh, guys i'm ready there's 11 games left what is that three more weeks like the the playoffs are in God, the playoffs are like may 22nd i do think we're probably going to drop that game to the warriors though which i'm okay with interesting um uh, agenda and, season bro agenda season the jazz um uh yeah like i said let, let's if hope you're for not, not if you're not gaming the system now you're not gaming it at all i guess so <laughs> dude it's, uh, i had to listen to that seven times from our from our boy james on on right dog and deuce to get what he was coming from and it finally i it finally clicked and i get exactly what he's saying now it took me took me a minute to get there and that's you know but he's make he makes a good point like yeah. i think i think mccade tweeted something similar out earlier and i think he yeah. commented on the the backfiring that is the yeah, I disagree, and we've already been through that, so there's no need to go through it again. Did you, did you fight him? No, I just disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you uh, didn't fight him? Why not? I wanted you to fight him. I don't uh, I don't care enough about the Jazz team to fight for anybody. So. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Well, uh, I, that's it. We'll hey, guys. shout out Dog and Deuce and a, uh, a Martin Film or whatever. Is that his handle, A Martin Film? I don't know. Let's forget what his actual handle is. I love those guys. They're great. George R. R. George R. R. Martin. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan Martin, yeah. Alan A. Martin Dale film. My bad. This but Jack can put any of this in the podcast, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know if it's good stuff. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs>